Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Talking some Bucks basketball. Getting back to it, and Giannis not in the lineup on uh, on Saturday night. Miritich not in the lineup again tonight. And to talk more about it, Steve Novak, uh, my partner in crime when it comes to the Milwaukee Basketball Hour. How you doing, buddy? I am doing well. How are you? We got some more snow, baby. Yeah, I know. Every time we talk, we end up getting dumped on. So maybe we need to quit talking. It's Buxitani Phillips. Won't see a shadow. We're going to go. Hey, um, and now I was talking about this earlier in the program, and I know it's a tough one for the uh, for the organization, but Giannis sits out on Saturday night, people paying good money to go down and see him and all that kind of stuff. And I keep saying, hey, you're paying to see a game. You're not paying to see a specific player. And I know it's disappointing, but you can't be mad about it. Uh, but should I be concerned that Giannis at the age of 24 is having knee issues? Uh, no, and I wouldn't call them knee issues. I really do think that what we're seeing is from the start of the season, Coach Bud and the medical staff have been super clear about the fact that this team's approach, Coach Bud's approach, and where they think the team and the franchise is at is to be running a marathon, not a sprint, to be playing for the postseason, to be – preparing to win the championship, which, yeah, it might be a little bit different than the approach that it's felt there's been here as a fan for the last maybe 15 years. The team hasn't necessarily been saying, and and if they have, you maybe you hadn't believed it as a fan. But I think you're seeing, like, when they say, hey, we got to keep guys fresh, Chris Middleton is not going to play in Dallas because he's a little banged up. And then the next night he is going to play, but Giannis is going to be out because he's a little banged up, not hurt. I think that's saying – these guys are going to be fresh and ready at the end of the season. Oh, and by the way, we're also trying to get the one seed. So it's like they're putting the best product out as often as they can, but this is about winning a championship. And listen, if they can get that done, I think everyone's going to go, I was bummed that I was there and Giannis didn't play, but I'll take the championship. <laughs> I, I agree. I, 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 There is no responsibility, right? As a coach, your responsibility is to your team and to winning a championship. It's not a responsibility to the ticket holders that are going to be mad if one guy sits or another guy sits. If you've got a legitimate shot at winning the trophy, that's where your goals are. I mean, your business plan will should be based off of what your product is in the court, and I understand it. I just I know some people are bummed, but I think in the long run nobody's going to care. You brought up Chris Middleton. Uh, a lot of people coming down on him. He had a chance to shine kind of on his own, so to speak, on Saturday night. Didn't have the best of shooting nights. Uh, it continues to be discussed about how much he's actually going to be worth come uh, come free agency. Uh, give me your thoughts. You know, I do. I think that when you take a guy like Giannis out of a lineup, uh, we all know how good he is and the numbers he puts up and the, the attention that he draws. I do think that you have to look at Chris Middleton as Robin to Giannis. And how good is Chris with Giannis not how good is he without Giannis and oh without Giannis he should be able to do this if we're going to give him max money or he should be able to do that in my opinion with Giannis on the court Chris Middleton fits great he he is a counter he shoots the ball from the perimeter from the mid-range he can handle it as a big guy he's a, a decent defender so 
yes, there's going to be people that are always going to say, how can you give max money to a guy who's not KD? He's not Kyrie. He's not Steph. He's not Giannis. Listen, maybe you're right, maybe you're wrong. I just think with the way that this team is playing this year, number one in the league for a long time, the way they complement each other, Giannis with Chris Middleton as definitely that second go-to guy, they fit. And I think you just have to always be careful when you come down on a guy and say, he's not worth it, he didn't do, bop, bop, bop. You have to just look at this team is number one. We're trying to win a championship, and I think if the salary is going to be paid each year, there's a, an amount of salary that has to be paid to players, then it should go to the group that can win a championship. Right now, this is the best team in the league. So I don't have any issue at all with Chris Middleton without Giannis on the court not having 45 points. I think you want to put the best team together, and this postseason will speak to how valuable everybody is. There's a bunch of guys that are going to be offered a ton of money, and the debates will start. But the postseason is going to determine. So right now we can have our opinions, but if this team goes and wins a championship, everybody can't stay because they're all going to be so valuable. But Chris Middleton is certainly going to be a priority because they won a championship, and they haven't yet, so we'll see. But my point is when they're winning, I just I don't think you should say someone else is better. They're number one in the, in the league right now. The, uh, the team shot six for 35 from three-point range. Uh, as much in granted, it was a 20-point you know, loss. Um, but six for 35, there was a lot of guys just clanking it off the rim. And there wasn't – I mean, there were some that were contested, don't get me wrong, but it seemed like the lid was on the basket on Saturday night as well. Oh, there was definitely a lid on the basket. <laughs> I mean, it, like it was a, it was a, for the Bucks. It was a terrible night. Well, you you and I had talked about this with with Pat Connaughton and said teams are having career nights against you. That's the only way they're beating you. On the other hand, you have Giannis out. You don't have Miritich yet, and you have almost your season worst when it comes to shooting beyond the arc. That's another way you're going to lose a ball game. Not necessarily having a team play its absolute best, even though. Orlando played extremely well. So it was kind of a culmination of two storms, in my opinion. I'm not worried about them losing to Orlando by 20 because they've shot the ball that much better all season long. No doubt about it. I think there was a, it was a bad night. You, you, you can go with the idea that with Giannis out, other guys are going to get more shots and get more points. Or you can look at it like with Giannis out, this is a totally different team. And I think that we'd all agree it's a totally different team without Giannis. The guy makes so much happen. But I think that, you know, you can't just take a game where you play bad and go, ah, it doesn't matter. I, I agree with that. But I also think if you're going to win 31 out of the last 41 wins by double digits, you have been an extremely dominant, really good team that is number two in the league behind, Gold, behind Houston in three-pointers made. So they had a terrible night shooting the three ball. But like you said, if you leave that game and you go without Giannis on a back-to-back where they played a team that was in Milwaukee for two days and was fresh and they lost, are we worried about this squad right now? Like, no. And I would say you do kind of go, let's move on. I think Coach Bud in the press conference postgame said, I'm going to put this in the trash and I'm going to move on. And I think that you know, you don't want to hear that a lot, like, oh, we're just going to let it go and not address anything. But that's one of those games where you just, you know, you move on. I really do. I think you move on and you don't, you don't make too much of it. 
Time with talking with uh, Steve Novak uh, from Fox Sports Wisconsin, Bucks analyst. There, uh, I do got to ask you. National Marquette Day was pretty exciting. The fact that they knocked off Villanova. Were you at the game? I was not. We, like I was saying, we were on that back to back, and so I had major FOMO. I'm like watching the game at home, fear of missing <laughs> out. I'm not there. I'm prepping for the to do the color for the, that night, the Orlando game. If I knew they were going to lose by 20, I would have prepared less, and I would have just asked Paschke to tell some stories. <laughs> uh, and I would have gone to the Marquette game, but man, oh man, Marcus Howard with 38 against number 14 Nova. Right. And I mean, the, Marquette's playing awesome right now. Marcus Howard is—he's so special. I mean, to see a guy that can put up numbers like this, 38. He's had 53, at 52 last year. He's at 45 a couple times, and he's at 40 and one half of college basketball. I mean, I, I really do. I think it's—it's it's like you can go watch Marquette play or the Bucks play. And see a guy like Giannis be the best player in the NBA or go see Marcus Howard, who's debatably the best co- player in college basketball right now. I mean, he's had two 50-point games in college, and he's not, he's 19. This kid is 19 mm-hmm. years old. So, I mean, it's you can go see something special every night, which I think is just really cool right now to be a basketball fan here. Um, uh, getting back to the Milwaukee Bucks, so uh, do you have an idea of when Miritich is actually going to join the uh, join the team? Because I know he's out again tonight. I think I think he's he's like pushing to get back. He, he had a the calf injury. He was out for the last seven games before he got to the Bucks, uh, and I think he's really close. And my guess would be he was pushing to play in Chicago after playing for the Bulls and kind of having a, a little incident with Bobby Portis, who's not 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 there anymore. But either way, I think when you leave a team, you want to go back and play this. So I think he was pushing to play tonight, and most likely it just isn't there. And again. I think the medical staff with the Bucks is—they're just not—they're not forcing anybody back right now, and they want to make sure he's healthy. So, I would guess in the next few games, based on him talking about possibly Chicago, but uh, I think he's going to get healthy first for sure, and then he'll be out there. Is—is is, uh, to me uh, right now, you don't have to have him, so I hang on to him all the way through the break. And if you don't well, have to play him, hang on to him through the break and let him get completely healthy before bringing him in and risking anything. For sure, and and the advantage to the the trade deadline being pushed up is that usually in this situation, the teams would be getting their, making their trades and getting their players after all-star, which is obviously not at the end of all-stars, not for a couple weeks. So they would be getting Miritich normally say, you know, uh, 10 days from now and they've got them already. So I agree with you. I think him being healthy and getting integrated to the team is not going to be an issue because every other year when the trade deadline was later, you weren't getting a guy this early anyway. So he's got plenty of time to probably just, learn some plays, watch these guys, and, and you know, get his, get his calf healthy. Steve, good stuff as always, buddy. I know our next Milwaukee Basketball Hour next Wednesday at uh, a site that uh, is uh, probably a hi-hat, uh, the hi-hat garage of Darren Brady. Have, did you frequent that at all when you were running around through Marquette? Oh, yeah, I stopped over there a few okay. times. Okay, just I, checking. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm going to okay. look for the Steve Novak notches under the table. <laughs> Steve <laughs> was here, carvings. Over. Yeah, okay. <laughs> We don't know the guests yet, but we're going to be good next Wednesday, a week from Wednesday night. Good to talk to you, pal. We'll talk to you soon, okay? Sounds good. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, buddy. There you go. Steve Novak uh, for the uh, Bucks, the Bucks analyst from Fox Sports Wisconsin, former Marquette guy himself, former Buck himself. Not, not this Wednesday, but next Wednesday, the 20th, we're going to be at the Hi-Hat Garage on Brady. Stop out and say hi. It's the Milwaukee Basketball Hour. I don't know who our guest is yet, but uh, it's always good. So come on out and put that on your calendar again. Wednesday, the 20th, Hi-Hat Garage on Brady. That's where you can find us. More of the Bill Michael Show next. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.